Hello, hola, etc., and welcome back to the Metropolitan Culture Corner. It is cold, but it warms the heart to see creative people doing cool things. And believe me, our guest this month is the definition of a creative person doing super cool things. Julia Buruleva is a visual artist, photographer, and creative director specializing in conceptual art photography. Born in Russia and based in Barcelona for the past seven years, her work combines photography, videography, installation, and performance. The way she plays with scenery, props, lighting effects, and other elements creates a surreal world filled with contrasts and symbolism. This is true whether she's setting up a fashion shoot or a commercial shoot for an advertisement, but it is especially true when she's planning one of her colorful, eye-catching, personal artistic projects. Her projects over the past several years have included Beach is a New Theater, a series of improvised open-call participatory photo shoots on Barcelona public beaches, as well as her latest undertaking called Synchronization, a series of complex shoots on international locations which combine elements of photography, land art, performance, performance and digital art to create these scenes that come straight from the core of her imagination to your eyeballs. They are fascinating and beautiful and inspiring, and I highly encourage you to check them out. In these days of artificial intelligence and hyper-technology, Julia's approach is organic in that everything that you see in her images is something that she saw through her lens. And while there is some post-production involved, these images are not computer-generated as much as the sheer perfection of some of them seem to be something impossible to create. Well, that is the key to making art right to make something that makes other people go wow you can check out her works on her social media or on her website her latest local exhibition here in barcelona has unfortunately just closed but she is working on projects for the new year so we will keep you posted on her next exhibition be it here in barcelona or elsewhere julia is represented by photography agencies in various countries in europe and her work has been published in magazines such as l in style latest rolling stone argentina everywhere from the us to the uk from france to china from italy to malaysia she is also a spotlight photographer for Vogue magazine's Photo Vogue and has even been known to direct the occasional music video with the help of a production company, Vaikarka Production. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking now because I think it's much more interesting if we hear from our guest this month on the Metropolitan Culture Corner, conceptual art photographer Julia Buruleva. At some moment, I realized that my imagination is more than just simple advertising or portraiture photography. So I must use it in the highest level if it is possible. So for me, it's self-growing as a photographer. I realized that I cannot do some simple ways if I can do more complicated, more conceptual work. I must do it because I can do it. I have images in my mind and I must make it exist in this real world. I cannot do just simple work. First of all, welcome. Thank you for having me here. You're welcome. I'm excited to talk to you. So starting at the very beginning, what first drew you to photography before you thought of making it your career? I actually started dreaming of photography even in high school. I studied photography and I worked with photography for all my life. As a student, you were taking photos for fun and then you eventually started working in commercial photography in Russia. Is that right? Yes, almost like this. I actually graduated from University Arts and Culture. It was a photography and cinema department. And after this, yes, I started my work as a commercial photographer. To make your living in commercial photography is not easy, but it seems like an easier path than making your living doing conceptual and artistic photography. So was there a moment that you remember deciding to dedicate yourself more to conceptual photography or did it happen naturally? 
it wasn't, of course, one moment. And I cannot say that I split my life like before and after. I do commercial photography now as well, but I try to combine, I try to make it in more conceptual way. So I try to find commercial clients, for example, which like my conceptual photography style. Maybe it's not possible to say where do your ideas come from, but in general, things that inspire you, things that give you ideas, would you say it's more other visual artists or music, books? I mean, what are some of the things that inspire you to come up with your projects? Everything, everything around me. But of course, travel. I love traveling and I don't mean traveling like a touristic traveling. I like to explore different places, some unique locations. And this is my main inspiration. It's very important for me to explore, to meet new people, new locations, new places. And for example, if I don't have something like nature traveling or something like that around me, I can be inspired from what available. For example, COVID, when we had this crazy lockdown and we were closed at home and I created the project which I called self-isolation and it was about this, about inspiration without nothing, you know, because I just used my wall behind me, just wiped me and my flat and I shot one shot a day for a month using just stuff which I can find around me in my house. So I didn't buy anything, I didn't try to find anything outside or something like that so the idea was how you can improve your creativity just from nothing if you don't have a possibility to go outside if you have only the wall behind you and that's it but you have your house like everything i could find and i made a self-portrait every day creating crazy looks of myself even lockdown can be your inspiration you know because limits sometimes give you some opportunities hmm. so inspiration it's not about possibilities to be free and everywhere and see whatever you want, you can find inspiration everywhere. I don't want to generalize too much, but you hear a lot the kind of expression, like an artist just needs to let inspiration come to him, come to her. How much of the work that you produce ends up being this inspiration that just comes to you? And how much of it comes from the discipline and the work ethic that you have created within yourself? It's a very good question, actually, because yes, it's very popular. People think that the artists have to wait for some muse with wings come to you and inspire you but in my life as i work in photography for all my life it couldn't be possible without really discipline for me finding inspiration is like my job you know if i don't have it i have to find it anyway because i know it's possible i know it works so i never wait for something i just do something and usually inspiration comes during this process when you already started i think this muses with they like people doesn't wait for them just do something and they come I like that idea when you're working on a project there's a big difference between the lockdown project you mentioned the selfies project where you're both the model and the photographer and to a point you can control almost every aspect of what's going on but then you have projects like be part of art or these shoots on the beach where you ask other people to come participate and it's not really structured a lot of improvisation happens so when there's a bunch of elements involved that are not within your 
control. How does that change your style of working or the results? I like improvisation, you know, it's one of my favorite ways of creating something because it's also something that makes you grow. As a musician, you know this, I'm sure. Improvisation is kind of high level of professionalism. Only very good musicians and very good photographers and artists can improvise. And I like it because you never know exactly what comes to you in this moment. Maybe something more impressive that you could imagine before you start. So that's like a touch of this inspirational wings. Something that you cannot expect. I like this feeling. I used to work as a commercial photographer with advertising shoots, for example. It's usually really strict. The tasks are very concrete and you cannot go out of it. But I do this project not to lose this feeling of magic. So you have these selfies at home, this isolation project where you're controlling pretty much everything. You have these other projects involving other people who responded to an open call. So as a result, you don't know what you're going to get. But then one of your other more recent projects, the synchronization project, that's pretty different from all three of these other projects we've just mentioned, because just like in the selfies project, you're the model and the photographer, but there is so much that's going on when you're setting up one of those shoots. Can you explain that project a little bit and what made you decide to turn yourself into this model for this incredibly complicated thing. It would be boring if I do all the time the same projects, you know, that's why I always try to come up something new, so it's necessary. I cannot live without creating something new all the time, so that's my current project, synchronization, and this project allows me to make what I really like, exploring wildlife, exploring nature, exploring unique places in the world. I love hiking, I like wild nature, and I like this feeling to be a part of the landscape so for me it's a way to pass through adventure because it's always difficult to get some locations you know I'm always seeking for something really unusual and really maybe difficult to get so every time it's challenging every time it's adventure when I'm there when I'm on the location for me this is kind of a performance I'm moving from spot to spot and then I combine these pictures into one single composition later but at this moment for me it's like a performance I become a part of this landscape and I shoot it naked and it gives me a very special feeling of unity with nature you know I cannot imagine this artworks with someone wearing clothes because clothes it's always about some style some passion something about specific culture time and naked body is something about timelessness so for me it's very important to transmit this timelessness naked body surrounded by wild nature which existed in the same way thousands of years before and will exist thousands of years later and I also would like to transmit this feeling of powerful of body courage because courage I need to grow in myself it's really really complicated and challenging all the time for example I hiked to the mountains before sunrise or something like that I can make suits during the rain in the smoke so all the time it's something unpredictable you cannot control of everything but every time you just have this hope and you aim to get the result and yes, you cannot be sure in anything. So, for example, sometimes we have a shoot on the small, small island in the middle of Atlantic Ocean with beautiful mountain, volcanic mountain. And my dream was to shoot inside this mountain caldera. When we got there, the weather was extremely bad. Strong rain, 
strong fog, like you cannot see anything around you, and strong wind. And it was really maybe even dangerous to get inside. No, any people were there except me and my friend who assists me. Two people, and we waited for maybe two hours until it gets better, this weather. It was really cold, about maybe 10 or 12 degrees or something like that. And after these two hours of waiting, yes, finally it gets better. And I saw this amazing landscape with nice light and finally I did this picture which I imagined in my mind. But you know, it's always really challenging. Well, that story just sounds like a life lesson. Literally climb the mountain and not knowing what you're going to find at the top because you have <laughs> a hope or a dream in your head, you know? Then you're climbing down into the basin or the caldera of a volcano naked to take photos in a storm. That's somebody who's inspired. I, I captured some moments while we waited. We were totally wet. I'm happy that we didn't get sick after this adventure, but everything was okay finally. It's not every time like this, but every time it's something unexpected. You cannot predict anything during this process. And for me, that's what I like, to pass through these challenges. Actually, I would like to show more about this process because I see the reaction of people and people are really impressed usually by the process and they want to watch more. So now I'm going to shoot more videos and more... Making of things. Yeah, but in more professional ways. I'm thinking about it. Usually we do just me and someone else as my assistant, usually it's my friend Irina, just me and someone else for technical support. How much post-production work is involved? Is it a lot of editing or do you try to take care of as much as you can on site? It's not about like editing, it's about combining these layers into a single composition. So I have to carefully choose the right single images, combine them into one. But there is no any other editing in these pictures. It's only about combining these layers. It can take a few days, for example, looking at this picture, analyzing which ones I choose, and then combining them together. But yeah, that's the only Photoshop manipulated things in this artworks. Sometimes people think that it's totally Photoshop or maybe AI generated, something like that. And people really surprised when I tell that it's real landscapes, real bodies. So everything is absolutely real. A few single pictures together. For me, this thing that I work with real landscape during real performance, it's very important because if it were AI generated, it would be empty for me. When I imagine what's behind AI generated artwork, some masturbating with prompts, you know, it's boring for me. Even if it's a good quality picture, for me, the most interesting thing is this contact with real world. Reality is aesthetic category. That's interesting. The reality as an aesthetic category. For me, as an observer and not as the artist, the interesting thing is to know that somebody climbed a volcano and found a way to create this image. This person did this thing herself. Everyone has their own way in the art world. So, of course, if someone wants to do it, okay. But for me, it's just not my way. Can you tell me a bit about this big project that you're starting this month? Or is it a secret? Yeah, I've named it Art Expedition. This is my new concept, not a photography only, but I'm going to shoot a video about all these processes, which I told you before. I never shot a really professional video, but now I would like to share with people all this story. It will be not about only synchronization project. It will be about also a new concept 
concept, for example, my next destination is Bolivia. What I would like to do is involving local people, local residents to participate in my artwork, to become kind of an art object. I don't know how they react. I don't know. <laughs> of course, someone declined, but maybe someone agree. I'm going to shoot everything, including these dialogues on video, to shoot all this story about how I find these people, how we talk, how I propose them, and finally all this process of creating an artwork. It won't be like a typical National Geographic or something like that. I would like to find this balance between showing this location, these elements of this culture, for example, Bolivian culture, elements of traditional clothes, something like that. But I would like to make some artworks in my own style, something different, not like a typical travel portrait. It would be challenging and it will be totally improvised. Adventurous trip with elements of art photography also with this video on YouTube, in which I would like to share all the story. The idea is to make it in different countries. So the first destination will be Bolivia, but I would like to make it like a global project around the world. Different countries, different culture, exploring of these places, people through art photography, through this angle. I don't know. Thanks a lot. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Julia, for taking some time to talk to us and for showing us your work here on the Metropolitan Culture Corner. I love getting to meet the artists behind the work. I hope you feel as inspired as I do after hearing Julia talk about what she does. This is my favorite part of these interviews on the Metropolitan Culture Corner because you get to not only see, experience artists' work, but you get to hear how they got there, what drove them to do what they did. In Julia's case, literally what made her climb to the mountaintop. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for supporting local art and culture once a month here with us on the Metropolitan Culture Corner. Make sure to check out our interview archive on the Metropolitan website or the YouTube channel, or you can listen to all of our interviews as convenient podcasts on SoundCloud. I highly encourage you to check out these artists' social media platforms, websites, so that you can see what they do. Mm -hmm.